We're back. Covering the remaining episodes of the Dorothea Puente makeover. I have new information about the house. Lori, and but we have a, a person who does this show with me. She's my co-host of Flipped Off. I just burped. But off mic. I don't know. Can you hear it off mic, Lori? No. Anyway. I didn't hear it. But I, too, was she, burping. So maybe no She's fun. the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and gore herself. The one, the only, Ms. Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. Hello. You know, uh, did, did somebody posted the 60-second documentary on this uh, house, the Dorothea Puente house. Did you did you watch that 60-second documentary? I did not, no. I'm going to tell you lots of insight. We're going to talk about it on today's show. We are, So there are three little mini-episodes here on this originally a Quibi show, now Roku original. You can get for free on the Roku channel called Murder House Flip. If you want to follow along. And we're doing the first three episodes. Well, we did the first episode last week. We're doing the remaining two today. Um, and we're going to talk about that here today. Myself, Lori Roggenkamp. Lori, first of all, before we get anything, before we get to anything, how are you? I'm okay. Just <clears throat> got home from cleaning out my classroom for the second time. So, and then tomorrow I'm going to organize my desks and stuff. So, mm-hmm. are you, do you know who your, do you know who your students are yet? Not yet. No. And when do your classes start? When does your school go back in session? Thursday. <gasps> this Thursday? Mm-hmm. And they're and they're your kids? Yeah, I I know I have twenty seven students on my caseload. I don't know who they are or anything about them. Are you nervous? Oh, I'm terrified. But I'm like that terrified where you're like, well, fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if if it's a burning fire, then fine. But I like these I, are your you know, kids. I think it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I think it, you know, it's just take it one day at a time. And, you mm-hmm. know, that's all I can do. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Are you going to tell them about your role on Murder House Flip, the award-winning podcast? Yes. Yeah. That's the, I think that's the first thing I'm going to share with them is that I, I, I podcast, I do a podcast based off of a uh, um, uh, <laughs> five minute Quibi show, ex Quibi show. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I was talking to my boyfriend, Aiden, today. He had no idea about my cousin, Virgil. He didn't didn't know who she was, right? Really? Yeah. And I was talking about so – I told, I told him, and I, and I referred to Virgil as being part of the Afterthought Cinematic Universe, which I think I want to start using that term. The Afterthought Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Thank you. I like it. Are you part of the afterthought? Who? Else? Well, you know, like, like there, are, there are a bunch of people who are part of the afterthought cinematic universe. Virgil, Virgil. Uh, do you do you remember um, Larry and Stowe? Larry and Stowe, yeah. Larry and Stowe. I think uh, they're married, aren't they? Did you get a wedding invitation? No, I didn't. I didn't get invited. I didn't know they were married. Yeah, I think I, I think they. I didn't even know they were dating. I don't know. I was talking to uh, Stowe, mm-hmm. and uh, she just randomly just was like, my husband, Larry. And I was like, what? What? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. 
Which is, you know, that makes that makes sense because the other day I was talking to Larry. Yeah. And I was like, oh, have you seen Stowe? And he goes, I'll see her every day. And I go, oh, okay. And he goes, yeah. And then he goes, ever since June 16th, I've been seeing her every day. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't know. I thought he was on some sort of like, he was trying to go a streak going or something. But I didn't realize that was maybe, yeah. I, now I put two and two together. They got married. Yeah. Hmm. It's weird. So yeah, Stowe was like Stowe. Uh, when I when she was like my my husband, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, my husband well, Larry. Yeah, and you know what's really funny? It's funny that it's you weird say that, that their voices have changed as time has gone. Uh, on. What's really funny is, it's funny that you say that because Larry said, "Have you met my daughter?" <laughs> right. And I went, your daughter, and this little, like, the fattest baby I've ever seen in my entire, it's like the fattest baby I've ever seen. And I was like, what's her name? We call her Kelly. And I was like, oh, that's weird. But I didn't know he had a daughter. I didn't know who, I I didn't ask any questions. Yeah, they have a little fat baby named Kelly. That's so crazy you say that, because I was, uh... I was FaceTiming uh, Stowe when I was ha- our par- apartment hunting uh-huh. and with Star and we were talking to her and all of a sudden there was this like, she turns her camera around and the f- there was this, the fattest baby I've ever seen in my entire life. And oh. I was like, oh my God, is that a bowling ball? Mm-hmm. She goes, no, that's a baby. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, and then, but she didn't say it was her baby. She just said it was a baby. Oh, so. I see. Yeah, that's weird. That's I mean, it's funny that neither yeah. you nor I ask any further questions. They just present information <laughs> yeah. to us, and we just well, you know, <laughs> I don't ask. I, I don't ask follow ups. That's my motto. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So, I don't care to know. Yeah. So. Well, especially with Larry and Stowe, I try not to get oh. too involved. Uh, yeah, they would talk forever about, you know. Oh, don't think, oh, oh my god. Larry thinks whatever he's all like. It's so funny that you say I got like kind of cross with Larry the other day because I was talking to him and I said, uh, "Oh, he goes like I, I'm worried about getting COVID." And I go, "Oh, well, you're vaccinated, right?" And he goes, "No." And I go, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Well, as everyone can agree, the vaccines are dangerous and they cause you to 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 get be a Wi-Fi through the five G." And I go, "I don't think that's really how it works." But um, yeah. But it's weird that he just was like, "Every gonna can agree." Yeah. That that on that. So. Yeah. Well, Stowe keeps wanting me to go to this like, I don't know. It's like a mm-hmm. weird like yogurt making party and i was just like and she goes i got i got a new yogurt machine that i've never tried out but i think it'll go real well and i'm yeah, like okay yeah uh-huh so yeah she's tried it well larry wanted we you know how much more proof they're married larry tried to invite me too but i was just like let's play it by ear mm-hmm. which of course i knew meant no <laughs> and then larry called me and he goes uh 
I didn't see you there. What were you doing? And I went, uh, I was in Santa Clarita looking at houses. But why was you in Santa Clarita? I was in West Hollywood and what do you, wait, Culver what does City. That do with, what does that have to do with you? I'm just letting you know where I was. Oh, okay, it's weird. I'm so. just letting you know what what's up with me. Hey, oh, you were hi. you were asking what you know. You wanted to you, know. You just volunteered that information. So, Lori, let me tell it you somebody. Weird. I believe it was Drew Brooks or Travi Cosmos. As I've stated before, they don't look alike. They don't sound like. There's no relation between those two. But in my head, I always confuse them. And I don't know why, okay? (laughs) I want everyone to know, I want especially Drew Brooks and Charlie Cosmos, I have no logic as to why I always confuse you two. I just do, okay? And uh, one of them posted, I believe, it was neither one of them, the 60-second documentary, which is actually 12 minutes or something, about the Dorothea Puente house. Someone, before they did this home renovation show, did a, a documentary on the Dorothea Puente House and these owners. And I feel it answered a lot of questions. Oh, okay. and actually, and actually proved, I think one of your theory, correct. So, Ooh. yeah. So in, in that documentary, they give way more background in the house, right? And them. And actually, I think the documentary gives them a lot more room to breathe. And you find out much more about them and what they're like and their relationship to the house. And one of the things you learn in that documentary is that they have a very good sense of humor about the house. Like, they know exactly what it is. They they kind of like it. Especially the husband really likes that it's a Dorothea Puente house. In fact, he prides himself on putting all these... Um, uh, funny signs teasing people about bodies buried in the backyard and stuff. I thought I remembered something about him having a sign, but I was like, maybe that's a different house. But yeah, doesn't no, he, yeah. he had a sign or something? At the, he yeah. has a bunch of signs that he puts around, you know, like trespassers will be buried in the backyard or something like that, you know? Yeah. And um, so that was very interesting. The other thing that was super interesting, because it's not a home renovation documentary, it's just a documentary on the house. Yeah. Is it showed the side yard as they had it, okay? Yeah. And it 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 doesn't look the way it did in the um in the in the episode we saw. It's actually very neat and tidy, okay? Now the one thing I will say, so that so you're half right, I believe, on the they made it look like that. I believe they did make it look like that, okay? However, I believe all the things they put in that side yard belong to that couple. Because when they, during the documentary, you see all those weird mannequins, but around the house and stuff. Like, they have a place. Oh, okay. But they just took so them they and just, made it look. They probably took stuff out of their storage and just, yes. in, like, their house and just threw it in the yes. backyard to make yeah. it look yeah a little, well, like, uh Here's what else is you know. interesting. Here's what else is interesting. In that documentary, where the gazebo is, they already have a sitting area. Okay. Oh. And then what they were using the front part was to park their car. And so afterwards, I was like, well, maybe they tore down the gazebo, you know, because they didn't like it. So I Google mapped it and they still use that front part for a driveway because I'm sure that this parking's hard in Sacramento. Yeah. But they still have the gazebo. The gazebo is still there. They've taken out that Fakakta swing set, you know. But, um, (laughs) 
We're going to get to that swing set. Yeah, but they still have the That swing set, I feel like, would have committed more murders than Dorothea Puente. Yeah. Okay, so let's get (laughs) true. Well, that's the thing I think we talked about. Well, let's get into this. So in episode two, it's three days to reveal. Okay, three days until they reveal it. Which... Oh, but... Go ahead. My... uh, Look, I know that you don't want to ever, like... You want it to go by fast, but one thing I can't stand about home renovations is why is there a, why is there a time limit? Why is that, it always no. like we have, have 48 hours to get this entire, you know, pool put in? And it's like, why? Why are you giving yes. your guys a caveat? Yeah. And then they're like, oh my God, I don't know if we're going to make it. And they're like, no one, you, this is a self-imposed deadline. Yeah. You're tell you're saying this like, yeah. um, uh, chip in joanna Gaines. they're always okay. like we can get it done in like you know three weeks and then they're always like we're not gonna get it done in time and it's like then just tell them you need more time like i'm sure they would be fine with the fact that you're not gonna get it you're not gonna get it done but there's always a level of like we whoa i don't think we're gonna finish in time i gotta work overnight and it's like oh yeah my God. one Jesus of the biggest Christ. culprits of that of that too is hoarders where I think it's like way more important too. where it's like the person, I mean, the person has a mental disease where they hoard. Yes. You know? Yes. And they're like, we're here for you. We're here to support you. And I know. Okay. And they'll tell the friends guys, we just have to let them. This is very difficult for them. Work at their own pace. Okay. And so the yeah. person is like looking at each item and so they'll let them do that, and then eventually be like, "Hurry up! We only have the trash people for two more." I'm like, "Well, you're making it more stressful for them. This is not yeah. going to solve the problem." Well, my favorite thing with hoarders—I've been watching a lot of hoarders clips. My favorite thing with hoarders is I—I I get so annoyed when they do this stuff where they're like hand holding them, mm-hmm. and then you have these people like looking through the trash and like going like, "I could save this," mm-hmm. and it's like a gum wrapper or something stupid. My favorite is when it's like the house is being condemned and they're like, you have an hour to get your shit and leave. And then these people have to like go through like this one woman was like going through her socks for like 45 minutes. And they're Mm -hmm. like, great. Now we got socks and you got 15 minutes left of time. Or these people are going to come and decimate your house. And she's going through her sock drawer for 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh, this that's what I I actually love that. There was one, yeah, there was one that I saw recently where they literally told him, you are going to lose your house, right? Yeah. If you do not clean up and they just, and they're like, well, they're just going to drag me out. I'm going to sue them. Or It was a weird episode, right? It was like a two-parter. I think like the only two-parter hoarders or something, right? And what's funny is, not funny, it's sad, is later on I go, well, let me, Google Maps is my detective, right? Yeah. So I decided to go on Google Maps and look, and it was like the house was completely clean, right? And there, but there were, you could tell he had lost the house, you know? Oh, like yeah. Different cars in the driveway. It just looks completely different. And you're like, oh, he lost the house. You know? Well, there was a guy, there's a guy, uh, I'm not going to, I was going to say his name, but I'm not going to say his name. Say his he name. He lives, he just lives next right door here. to us. I think I've okay. said his name before, to be honest with you. Okay. He lives next door to us. And mm-hmm. I personally feel like he's the reason why we have cockroach issues, because he just doesn't take care of his house. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we all, we hear all this stuff through the grapevine. So who knows what what is, is it because he literally has a grapevine because he's a hoarder. <laughs> he's a giant grape grapevine. Yeah. And my aunt and I just stand next to it and we hear things. <laughs> we hear yeah, um, things. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the reason I brought bring this up is that he for a while like his his like lawn was awful. Like it just was like rip it out, you know, put something else there. But he just wasn't taking care of it. And mm-hmm. he was leaving like crap on the lawn. You know how like trailer trash where they have like engine parts on the lawn. He had like a, a like a rusted baby like bed carriage mm-hmm. thing that was on the okay. lawn, and it was just awful. So come to find out, it was it's it's actually not his house. It's his parents' house, and his brother actually owns the house but rents it out to him. Okay, so. Weird. His brother visited and saw uh, the complete disarray that the house mm-hmm. was in and essentially kicked him out. <gasps> it was just like, I'm not, I don't want you to live in this house anymore. It's, it, you're, you're treating it terribly. Okay. Kicked him out and then, uh, like redid the house, like re, mm-hmm. redid the house and everything and then put it on the market to sell. Okay. Well, it didn't sell. So then he brought Dean, uh, I said his name, he brought Dean back. Mm-hmm. Dean Barney and UK. Dean Martin. Yeah, he brought Dean no, Martin. Dean Barney. Back. Dean Barney UK. Oh yeah, Dean Barney UK. Oh, I would love it if Dean Barney UK was my neighbor. Um, oh, no, I don't think so. But he brought Dean Barney UK back, and mm-hmm. he was like, "You have to keep it in tip top shit. Like you cannot let it go to where where it was before." Mm-hmm. Well, now. Every single time his brother comes to visit, we know because that's when Dean is uh, like spraying the grass and taking care of the lawn and cleaning up and stuff. So like about every three months, he go it mm-hmm. goes from like a, tra- a trailer to like trailer trash to like really nice looking house. So it's mm-hmm. just like I don't understand why he just doesn't keep it that way every time mm-hmm. it just seemed like it would be easier for him but that's how he's chosen to do it so mm-hmm. the house will be trash and then like um then like a month later he'll be cleaning it up and it's it's because his brother's coming to visit and he doesn't want his brother to see the house in such disrepair what happens when julie or your mom come over to the house oh well dean's also a talker mm-hmm. and he's like got all these conspiracy theories Mm-hmm. He was really good friends with this guy who lived next door to us for a while. Mm-hmm. And that guy was found like 127 guns in his house <gasps> and was like a conspiracy theorist. And 24 and that, forks. Yeah. <laughs> all the forks. That's yeah. what I keep telling Kathy is that he's the one who stole all the forks. Yeah. I but agree. he like, he thought the government was going to come and like, you know, take over and he was going to have to like take okay. care of his land. You stuff. know what's so funny? I that is one of my favorite, not favorite, because I think it's destroying this country. But this this super like 1776 idea of how the government runs, you know? Because if the government wanted to take your property, we have so overfunded this military. There is no, everybody in the United States with a gun could stand in front of their house. And the government just has to wish you to be gone and you're yeah. gone. You know, like think about it. And even now, this is what we know about. This is what we know about. Okay. But they already have planes 
that there's not even a person in the plane that will just fucking level your house from like a distance that's so high up. Like they don't even need to get close to you and they will just fucking level your house. Well, I just also love like I was watching this this thing on YouTube the other day of this like militia group who was going Mm -hmm. and had like guns and stuff when like the Black Lives Matter protests were going on. Mm -hmm. And it was just all these like fat old men just like Mm – you know, like basically like look like us, Joe. They were just like all us in like camo with like AK 47s. And it's like, you honestly think that the military couldn't just run (laughs) you out. Like Like, these are 18 year old, these are 18 year old sociopaths who, (laughs) who have been trained to kill. Come on. By the way, you said you FaceTimed with Stowe. Have you noticed how amazing and in shape Larry and Stowe are in? They're really, they're doing really well. You know what I think is, I I don't know about, I don't know if this is true or not, Mm -hmm. but remember that one time when we were talking to Larry and Stowe and then they mentioned something about a curse and we, I was just like, I just brushed it off. Like it's not really, that's Mm -hmm. not really, but now I think that that curse is, I think the more attractive they get, the uglier we get. You know what? I, I remember them, but I thought it was one of, you know how we always do these hilarious bits. Where yes. we insult each other. And I thought it was World one of famous. those bits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, Lord, did you just text me? Yeah, I sent you a picture of, because I thought it was interesting. I go- I Googled searched the neighbor, the backyard, and look how everything, all that stuff is like neatly, neatly piled in the backyard of jo- Dorothea Puente's house. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think all they did was just tip all that stuff over. And just... Yeah. And that's, that's, yeah, that's the old fence. But no, look, they already yeah. had a sitting area in front of the shed. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. But so, don't you also think that, like, when they did that whole renovation that I was – I kind of was like – I mean, they seemed to be jazzed by it. But if it was me, I would have been like, well, like, now we don't have a backyard for our kids to play. Oh, Okay, let, let, so let's talk about this, because I have a lot to say about this, all right? So it's okay. three days to reveal, okay? Now there, so, uh, now by the way- And they got to do it in three days, Joe. They got to do it. Three days. Now, one of the things I also realized, another correction, and I don't know, because they never, the designers never say each other's names. We've only seen their names on the Chirons in the bottom, but they've never referred to yeah. each other by name, okay? So the guy- it, his name is spelled, and I called it Mikkel because it's a weird name. But I was thinking, he seems like one of those guys whose name would be Michael, but he spells it M Y K E L or whatever. And so I'm gonna start calling him Michael because I think his name's probably Mike. He's like, my name's Michael. I just spell it like that. So I think his name's Michael. That anyway. would make sense. So Michael and jo- Joel are the hosts. Okay, and Joel says. Just Joelle is no, you know, light. What is it? What is she's no? She's not the brightest bulb in the batch. No, right? She. So no. they're talking about what they're going to do, and she says we need to transform the backyard to to forget the energy. Does she realize? Even if this is fake, right? These people have lived there for ten years. They trans that that backyard reflects them. Okay, even yeah. if you buy into the narrative that that's what their backyard looks like, the backyard reflects them. It's not the original uh, backyard that Dorothea Puente had. 
And it, and to me, honestly, the thing that was so infuriating was she was like, come on, guys, we need to transform the backyard to help with like, like these people have had shitty energy for 10 years. We mm-hmm. need to help them. And I would be like, we've been doing all right. <laughs> you don't need yeah. to help us. Again, I encourage everybody either go in the Discord and look for the video or find it yourself, the, the, the 60 second documentary about the house. You will see that they have a very, I would almost say healthy relationship with the house. They see the humor in it. Um, yeah, they're not, uh, they see the humor in mass murder and burials, but, um, it, yeah, they, they have a they lot can more. They can find the funny. Hey, yeah. check out Bloody Podcast if you want to see the humor in. <laughs> well, uh, then she, she, then Joelle says, we need, we, we need to talk about that. Cause then they go, it's so fake. They go like, I'm thinking something needs to be in front of the shed. And I'm like, the sitting area that was already there. They're like, I'm, and he goes, and he says, I'm thinking, and then he says some weird ass term. I don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. And then she says, gazebo. And he goes, I like your thinking. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst. Oh, thing, right? So then they go, okay, let's go to that front yard. And then here she goes, here this bitch goes again with this fucking, okay, this front yard. I saw it at night and I thought I'd be creeped. I'm like, you saw it at night? I don't remember that, right? And she yeah. goes, and now in the day, it's just as creepy, right? And I, and I want to say this one more time. Why is the front of the yard where they found a torso creepier than the side of the house where they found six bodies full bodies full bodies like an actual dead all like the bodies wrapped like that would be <laughs> that would be like if i went to auschwitz yeah and i was like auschwitz is you know it's whatever but you know it's really terrifying Mm-hmm. This cottage outside of Auschwitz where I found yeah. some leftover food. My yeah. God, is that scary? Like, guys, <laughs> what the fuck are I you talking about? I know people were, I know people, yeah. Or like, if you were like, I, you go to like, um, you know, the Tate LaBianca murders, you know, where that, so like, <laughs> you go to the LaBianca house and you're like, that's creepy. But guys, down the street, like when you turn on to the corner, one of the light bulbs, like, when I turn the corner, and that is scarier than the Tate LaBianca house. And yeah. I'm like, what? Or like, uh, <laughs> like, what's, um, yeah, like the, the Tate or the car. Remember the car? Like, I think they, if it wasn't there a thing where like the car stalled out and they had to walk. They had a walk home oh, yeah, or something uh-huh. like that. It'd be like, you know what's really scary is that stalled out car. That's what's terrible. Yeah. Not the house, the two houses where people died. It's the car yeah. that they left at the crimson. <laughs> like, so anyway, you. so Joelle's like, well, we need to make this less creepy. And she goes, I got it. A swing set, child <laughs> swing set. And I'm like, that is like a <laughs> horror so movie trope. That is so much creepier that they're going to put a solitary swing set in the place where the... <laughs> and also, like, okay. the Nobody... There were contractors there. There yeah. were people who, for a living, do this. And nobody yeah. was like... 
you got maybe three inches on both sides. There's no way that a swing set would be feasible for this, for this house. Like, yeah, you go too far. You go three inches back. You're, you're flying through the living room through broken glass. Yeah. You go three no inches way. forward. You're getting, you're getting amputated on a, on a barbed fence, like on a, on a fence. Like, yeah. What part of this tiny, tiny little space made her think swing set? And that people said that was okay. Oh my God. I just, yeah. I love how a child's, to me, a child swing set is nothing but terrifying. Uh huh. <laughs> this is what no. I think of when I think of child swing set right here. You know what be you know what be slightly better is if they would have put one of those merry go rounds, just a tiny merry go round, and and like and we fixed it, guys. So it's just always moving very slowly. And it's creaking. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Because it's always ring around the rosies. When they... Okay, here we go. Also, can we just talk about... I brought it up at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was in... If you wanted to play the music. Let me see. Oh, my God. That's so creepy. I like... The hairs on the back of my neck are standing up right now. But this is what I think of with the swing set. The thing that weirded me out so much was just the time of day in which they chose to do the, the, they were either doing it, it seemed like at dusk or at dawn, like late at night. If I was, (laughs) I've said this before, but Mm -hmm. I would like to hear it. If I was the neighbors, I would have been like, I would, I prefer Dorothea Puente because at least she, (laughs) she kept it quiet. Because these people were like jackhammering at what seemed like 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And I would have been so pissed if I was a neighbor. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, well, yeah. And and the neighbor, and then he's like putting up like uh, hilarious signs about the murders and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. First, we got to deal with this creeper, you know, posting like with a a, a mannequin with a shovel. And then now we got (laughs) to. We got to deal with this whole, uh, you know, other people like, you know, jackhammering and doing all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. So, um, yeah, okay. So they put they decided to put the swing set it right, and then they're like, okay, now it's time to get to work. And then we see the crew arrive, and they start lugging all the stuff in the backyard and putting in the back of a truck, which they never say where they're taking the stuff to, right? Because now as we know, no. It's just their stuff. It's not like... Yeah. And, and nobody's I, ever like, oh, can we get our stuff back? They're just like, no. you know. Yeah, like, hey, okay. there was stuff that but we belonged to us. And so um, one of the, when you look at it, there's, it's really quick shot in the background. A guy is carrying um, a McGruff the Crime Dog doll, a big giant mannequin of McGruff the Crime Dog. And it was super weird. Yeah, and so that then, was super now weird. Now it's time for but the But that's obligate. also like a collectible. So you would think that somebody yeah. would be like, hey, that's, you know, somebody grab that. Yeah. Hey, like, yeah, this belongs to somebody. Now, okay, 
Now let's talk about the fact. So now they do the obligatory. We're going to show the designers working, which you know they don't do any work. So it's the two of them, and and to me, to me, I'm thinking about the crew. I'm like, these motherfuckers are in their way, you know. Yeah. And this poor crew. Yeah, this poor crew and the oh. Michael and uh, Joel are just like yucking it up, and then they go like, "Well, let's take down this fence." They go. And in the weakest, meekiest way, like, take off one panel of fence that most of it's been done. All they got to do is, like, each of them take off one nail, right? <laughs> and and then she goes, I can't believe dead bodies probably touched this fence. And I'm like, oh, what? she's still with she's still Again, with Again, it's been 30 years. I you know. You don't think that anybody – but just, like, I, I – I don't understand why nobody, not a construction worker, not mm-hmm. anybody, was just like, you do realize that this has been 30 years. Like, nobody yeah. was like, it's been 30 years, woman. Yeah. And then, and then, so they remove that one panel of fence and they're like, whew, well, our day is done. And then you see them walking around and in the background, <laughs> you just see the missing panel of fence as they're like, what are we going to do now? Right? And then they're like... <laughs> Oh my god! Let's go. Like, they're so ADD, right? They just remove one panel, one fence panel. Like the other, you know, the Mexicans will do it later. And then, do you have any thoughts on that before I go on to the next thing that they do? No, but they they do. I love how they they act like they're helping. There's that scene where like somebody's carrying a bunch of stuff, and then uh, Joelle is like, "Good, good job," and it's just like, <laughs> "Yeah, you don't need to tell anybody." Yeah, thanks, lady. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's like, oh well. Thank God she told me. Yeah. Oh, I just got a compliment from the from the one of the hosts of this show that nobody watches. Yeah. So, um, all right. The other thing I want to say is like they're adding this gazebo and all this shit. I'm like, the backyard's already small, and they're making it even smaller. Yes. Like, oh, you have this tiny backyard. Let's make it even tinier. But okay? also, like, one of the things I I assume especially with like grandkids is you want a place for them to be able to just like go out and play mm-hmm. and like, you know, so, and they were even said they want it to be a space for their grandkids. They want to be able yeah. to, for her to do her artwork, mm-hmm. which she has in this storage mm-hmm. closet and this like yeah. storage bin, whatever. Yeah. And so they, they want her to do all this stuff. And, and she was like, they were like, great, got it. And then they literally just did the opposite of what she what they asked and just put up a gaze- like a giant gazebo. Yeah, let's put no a gazebo reason. right in front of the storage closet. Which they never explain how she's supposed to be able to get to that storage closet. Yeah. And it also it, is like blocking a door. That's what I was saying. But like that's the thing. It's like from all for for all angles, it does not look like it's a storage closet. It's a that she can get to that. They'd say, oh, we kept your storage closet in the back. At no point did they go, and you can access it from this way. It yeah. just looked like it was like, good luck getting to it. Yeah. And so then they're like, okay, well, what, they've removed one panel of fence. They're like, okay, what are we going to do now? They're like, oh, and he goes, you know what? I took a peek in that storage closet. Come and look, right? And so the woman, when we talked about this last week, we were saying like, it makes no sense that her backyard was, their backyard was like a hoarder's nightmare, which we now know it was not. And the storage closet is like completely neat and tidy and organized, right? Yeah. With labels, like each tile is labeled. He goes, why don't we use this and do something special for her? And I was like, 
how do you know she wants that? And how do you know, like, maybe she has certain ones that she's like, what if there's like a discontinued tile that she's like, I'm saving this tile for some special project I'm going to do. And now these assholes decided to take it on their own and like use these tiles for something. Yeah. So what they decided to do is, and this is the weird part too, is they're going to do, take these tiles. Now these people don't know how to do mosaics. This woman, they even say, she is an artist with mosaics. Like, then they go, we're going to spell her grandkids' names and put it into the ground with these tiles. Right? I'm like, how do you know she wants that? Or wouldn't that be so, you know what it would, she goes, she goes, it's going to mean so much to her that she sees their names. Okay, I'm only going based on my parents. If somebody just spelled my niece's names in concrete, they would be like, oh, whatever. If my nieces did it, they would think that was very special. Yes. So why they didn't have the grandkids come and do it? Then they would go, oh, that's so special. My nieces, my grandkids did this. Okay. Yeah, that's the whole reason. You you have that stuff is so that they they do it. And you can say, oh look, this is what my grandkids did. Not this yeah. is what some uh, renovators from a <laughs> a failed <laughs> from an flip- online yeah <laughs> did for for to honor my grandkids for some reason. And then they start insulting the kids' names. Like, ugh, this is so hard. They're gonna have kids with more boring names. And it's the one goddamn thing they did. Yeah, it's, it's the, the one, one thing, thing they, did. they did. And I don't, I don't even need the whole thing. I think it was like the fence. They did like three little mosaics, and then they go, uh, Mexican, come over and finish this. Right? <laughs> yeah. Are we to the part where they have to cut the swing yet? No, no, that no. That's, no okay. that's the next episode. We're almost there, though. Um, okay. All right. Then, but then they're getting ready, though, and they take it. They're, they're going to put fake grass in that front yard where it creeps up the girl. And they're laying the fake grass. It is the worst looking, the cheapest fake grass. It is. It looks like shitty, shitty fake grass you would see at like a a, a, a mini golf course. Yeah, you know. And, it just looks uh, awful. It's awful. And he goes, "Oh my god, this looks so real." I'm like, "No, it doesn't." No, it does not. <laughs> it doesn't look even a little bit real. It looks. It looks like. Honestly, it looks Dean, my next my next door neighbor, does a better job of of fake grass than, yeah, than it looks, these yeah. people did. It looks like the fake grass they have at like Lowe's to show off their new patio sets. You know, it's not good fake grass. Um, and then and then they go like, and then this is the end of this episode. We're gonna go right on to the next episode. They go, oh my god, we have to have this done by tomorrow. And I'm like, no, you don't. Why? Why? They never like have like a big, they just arbitrarily say in the beginning, we have three days. And it's like, but why? Yeah. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. All right. Then episode three, let's go to episode three. Just, it just picks up from where this last episode left off. All right. And, uh, this is the one, it's also the day of the reveal, right? But now there's, there's a, there's a, there are stakes in this episode because now it's the day of the reveal, okay? And they don't know if they're going to make it. There's even a certain point where Joelle says, they're going to be here in an hour. I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, they're with your producers. You can say, hold them off. We need more time. It's, it's also like, I know that like, I, I know it sounds kind of cheating, but, 
like, let's say you and I were like, we're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to rent, we're going to renovate my backyard in three days. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't tell anybody, we don't do a live show. We just put it up as an episode. Yeah. And let's say it takes us three weeks to do it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. We can just tell them it takes us three days. Like we could say it takes three days. So I don't yeah. understand why they have to be like such in a hurry. Yeah. It's like every single, every single renovation I always, I would be like, yeah, we, we've finished on time. It's three. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't matter if it took three weeks. Like we'll just tell people it took three days. Like who gives It's a, the same thing I always say. Shit? It's the thing I always say with this cake boss. I'm like, if I was watching this show and I need to get a cake made. I would never go with this cake boss. Every fucking cake on that show, they're almost dropping it, or they don't know if they're gonna make it without it falling yeah. over. I'm like, no, I just want my cake to show up. And you're not doing a good commercial for your business because it seems like every cake is never gonna make it there. Yeah. Also, like we for sure know that it takes more time. Like yeah. it's television. You know, mm-hmm. like we're not, don't try and like say that it's not, it, it only takes this amount of, we know that it takes more time. We're not idiots. Yeah. So yeah, I just, ugh. Uh, and then, so it opened, the, so the episode opened, by the way, with she, she, she shows, she goes to Michael and she goes, look at these things I painted, which I'm like, no, you didn't. And it, they're these flat wooden panels. They're going to put scallops is what they call them on the eaves of the gazebo so that it'll match the sort of the style of the Victorian house, right? Yeah. And he goes, oh, they look great. So this, she goes, this guy's going to put them on. The guy, if you look in the background, it's almost like he's standing on a, like the most dangerous tightrope ever. I'm like, this does not look OSHA safe. No, it does not. Like, <laughs> this guy, it looks like he's about to fall like the three stooges. It's like the most unsafe thing that he's doing when he puts these scallops on. Yeah. They and just then, look super like un like unstable. Yeah. Like all everything it, look, this woman wanted to have a place for her grandkids to play. Mm-hmm. And this backyard looks ex- uh, I would not allow my grandkids in this backyard. I'd be like, no, we're not playing backyard. This is too dangerous. <laughs> no, you're right. I agree with you. It, it does it looks very, very and there's not a room they could like it, even like this okay, so then next they 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 go to the swing set and they go like Oh my god, the swing set is too big for this place. And I'm like, well, like you made a good point. Any swing set would be too big for that little place. Yeah, it's the tiniest, tiniest swing set I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. It's like, it's not, it's, I wouldn't put a chair back there. It's, so, it's not a yeah. good area. Um, and then, which by the way, on the Google Maps, I saw that they put like a garden there, which that makes the most sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, they should have done that. Yeah. Like, yeah. They should have put a flower go- a bed or a flower garden. Like, look at this um, g- garden we put for you here. And this, this would make it look, uh, you won't like you think of the dead, you know, the, the torso that was underneath here. But then I'm like, yes. well, didn't they? Because it looked like the swing set was built custom for this, right? Yeah. No one took measurements. Apparently not. But also, I love how they're like, what are we going to do? What are we gonna do? And they're like, "Could you cut down? <laughs> Could you cut it?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." <laughs> they just yeah. Just, it was it was like, not hard. What they needed to do? Not a big deal at all. And yeah. they're like, "Oh my god, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, you're a lifesaver." Yes. Yeah. 
And then, so then it's now time for the big reveal and they show them the big reveal, which they, that, you know, a God bless the people who own the house. They're like, Oh my God, this is the greatest, you know, this is the greatest that, thing ever. That woman, that part, that woman is a saint. She's yeah. definitely a grandma. She has mastered the ability to look, to look excited about the stupidest stuff. <laughs> like she, yeah. Like, like when their grandkid made like a, a macaroni necklace and she probably reacts the same way. Yeah. Yeah. She just looked, oh, everything was so, and also like they put her stuff, they put her art project in basically like a cupboard under the stairs. Like it was like, they were like, oh, you can do all your art in underneath this dusty staircase that's yeah. to your backyard. Well, she even said, oh, this is so great because on Thanksgiving, all my ne- nephews and nieces come over and we, we do crafts in the backyard. I'm like, well, then if you're already doing it, like, what? I I want to go on Thanksgiving and, like, go, hi. I show up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Are you guys doing your crafts that you guys always do in the backyard? Uh, And then, and then uh, yeah, and then they seem to like it, and they show them the gazebo with the, which I will say it does bug me. <sighs> Maybe it's built on twigs, but it actually does look kind of nice. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, it looks very nice. I mean, that's not the issue. The issue isn't whether or not it looks nice. The issue is is that it's not like it's not feasible for grandkids to go and it looks like a very no. nice and you know it's really funny. Can, I forgot about this. <laughs> My aunt and I were watching the last episode together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when that woman goes, "Oh my god, I love that couch. Can we put this in the in the living room or can we bring this inside?" And the designer goes, "Uh, it doesn't look like it, but this is for sure an outside couch, so do not bring this inside." <laughs> and I I turned to my, my aunt turns to me and goes, "She's for sure bringing that inside." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like uh, this whole show I just love just so how they ridiculous. got so upset about the fact that, you know, it was an, it was a, like, they're like, this is for sure not an, an, uh, and what does that even mean? It's outside, for sure inside, not an outside couch. Inside who couch. the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Do you think they genuinely like the, the, the renovation? Um, I think they liked parts of it. I could tell that the the guy, the husband, wasn't too jazzed about stuff. But I the could tell that they, they genuinely like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I could tell that they genuinely like parts of it. Yeah, I think. Well, that, like I said, yeah. On Google Maps, the gazebo is still there. I mean, the most recent picture. Well, but that could also be to, due to the fact that they just don't have the time or the energy to rip all that up. Because they ripped out their the grass. They put in, you know, I mean, they did a lot of stuff that it would take a lot of energy to, you know. Yeah. To redo. So Yeah, and we also don't know how long this episode. Well, I just love there's a truck now in Park Ridge. I think that was always the plan, was it always was a driveway in that front part. Okay, so, so, so far, Lori, let's bring this uh, puppy to a close here. For this series, for this set, the Dorothea Puente house. Um, any any final thoughts on this on these first three episodes? How are you liking the show so far? So far, it's I mean, it's silly, yeah. you know. But I will say that um, you know, and 
Uh, it has some of my favorite elements, which is, um, you know, a murder house plus a renovation. I will yeah. say that I hope that the, the people who are doing, I don't, I wonder if it's the same people every time. And I hope it, if it is the same people every time that they don't continuously bring up like dead spirits or, you know, Oh my God, mm-hmm. I can't believe people died here. You know? Yeah. That would get annoying really quickly. Um, well, I've already watched the next set. Have you watched the next set? No, I have not. I've watched it. Um, and it's about some murder by William Bradford, I think. is the I think it's the William Bradford murder house. But since it's not a woman, I don't think you've done it. So um, I saw about the murder. I'm going to read about the murder because it seems like a pretty boring, you know, cut. like it's a murder that's maybe. The, but again, like they kind of downplay the Dorothea Puente story in this one. Uh-huh. So maybe there's way more to this story than I know about, but it's just like, yeah, a guy just killed his wife in his house uh, 50 years ago, and you're like, oh, okay. So, oh. Hmm. yeah. So, um, all right. Well, until next time, Laurie. Oh, I was supposed to say I was supposed to flip on at the beginning. Well, now consider yourself flipped off. Thank you for listening to Flipped Off. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori Liar. That's L-A-U-R-I, the letter U-L-I-A-R. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Flipped Off is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>